Uh, we watched the. Remember, we watched the um, the '90s film adaptation of Bye Bye Birdie. But yeah, 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 with um, George Costanza in it. And um, Vanessa Williams. Yes, yes. Yeah. That, that was, was such a good movie. That's because I, yeah, that was because I was in Bible Ready at the time, so. But. Yep, you were in Bible, yeah, and I remember you were like, you would like call me up and like re- rehearse lines and things like that. Wait, I did that? Oh my god! Yeah, because you would like, no, I think I would actually, like, you were like, oh, I gotta go work on this. And I was like, no, just do it. I want to hear you. And you're like, you're <laughs> like, no, I can't. And I, like, persuade you, because I'm, like, a sociopath. Gosh, I think it's because I was just, like, because I'm like, oh, that's so, like, embarrassing. Like, it's gonna sound so bad, you know? <laughs> I have uh, a script right oh, here. We actually, we used to, like, read... I might be no. We would like read parts of the script together. Like I would be somebody, and then you would be who you were playing in the in real life. And then I, we just like go back and forth like that. But we would. I remember. Didn't we do that with like Pulp Fiction? Like before you were even like um, doing Bye Bye Birdie. We did it with Taxi Driver. I remember that. Yeah, that was super fun. We should do that. that- if we do a podcast, it should just be that, like us, <laughs> like commenting on screenplays <laughs> while we read them. Honestly, we should just do like table reads of <laughs> different films. Uh, yeah, reads of different films. That would be uh, dope. I, cause, so Emily had the idea of possibly doing like a table read over the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was like, I don't know if someone would want to listen to that. And then oh, also, for like, sure, for sure. Because especially in the context of the podcast, where like you're building up, it's not like you're actually, it's not like a story, obviously. But you're talking about something you're working on, and so like I feel like it'd be really cool if like it's building up to where you guys like do like a table read, like yeah, you know what I mean. Eventually, I the goal is like put on production here yeah and then um i want to record it so yeah so my my plan is to have like to hire like a a videographer um Mm. oh so you want to like have it like on film like you don't want to have audio recording well so like if we did do the podcast thing Mm -hmm. it would kind of just be like a it would kind of just be like a fun thing for people that were like interested in it. Like at first, cause obviously I don't have like a huge audience right now. So like, it would kind of be like a little something to tie over the people that were into it right now. Kind of like a gift. Like, yeah, you know, here's like, yeah. here's like a little bit of like, you get to hear, you get to, you get to hear the show before everyone else, because you found it before everyone else and you supported it while, you know, it, and while it was still, you know, not even on its feet yet. So, like, this is, like, a gift for that. So, like, you get to hear yeah. Yeah. those sounds, like, at first. Like, for sure. So, it's, like, this is, like, the first, the first, like, final draft. It might change when you get to production because theater always changes. But, like, here's, like, the first finished version of it. That you right, can to. right, yeah. It's like the past and whatever. I just thought it'd be yeah. confusing to listen to because I was like, you would only hear voices. So I'm like, I'm like, what if two actors' voices <laughs> sound similar? 
And then people are like confused and they're like, cause there's so many characters in the show. There's like over 20 characters. So I'm like, would that get confusing? I don't think so. I think the story would carry the context pretty well. And I think people would be able to uh, decipher. Cause there are like, like the Hamilton, like they sell that as an, like an album. And like, I think the book of Mormon does that too. Maybe I forgot. I don't, I don't know. But I think I think it'd work. I think it'd work. But I so my eventual goal is to have like a videographer. Yeah. And like do like behind the scenes of like mm. like in, so like do behind the scenes of rehearsals and interviews. And right. Like and then um, I want to start like a YouTube channel and just talk about like the writing process. And then how I got there and things like that. Yeah. Um, and and so it's like more build up. And then like actually filming like the actual production. Like Right, right. That'd be so, super cool. I don't know. And putting it and then putting it yeah. on YouTube so that, you know, it's just like there. The only problem is like I won't be able to like I probably won't be able to like play the music that I wanna play. Yeah, because of, like, copyright and things like that. But that's, like, fine. Which is another, one of the, one of the other reasons I think I can get you on my uh, bandwagon here of being against um, intellectual property, but that's another topic, conversation. I, I'm not fully sold on it, but, like, I get the argument. <sighs> It's like, I don't feel like it's too libertarian, though. I feel like it's like there's a lot of things that everybody can benefit from if uh, intellectual property doesn't exist anymore. Like, I feel, I don't know. Like, because you can literally use anything. Everything is free. Like, you can just take whatever you want to. And if it does, if if you like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? That's stupid uh, sentence but like it's like it's like okay so say say you could actually do the musical and you're i i there might actually be like an argument for uh your um your uh play being maybe like creative um what is it not creative commons what is it it's like a and it's, I don't know. There might be an excuse to where you know how like Weird Al like parodies music. What's the excuse like he uses? Like what's the what's that loophole? Isn't it like fair use? Fair use. Yes, I feel Are like there's like for you because like you're changing the context of the song. You're using it for I don't know. Anyways, um, technically they'd still be like nope because you're using the song, and because I feel like they'd be like, well, you're using the song. What if you like- recorded your own version of it? Well, I thought about that, like having, um, cause like, it'd be weird if like you were like, um, if you were like, yeah, you know, and I think you should just meet this guy in real life. And it's like, but he replies with, okay. And it's like <laughs> the recording, like, it's not actually you talking. It's like, um, lip syncing, um, boy Pablo. The Well, the good thing about, um, that is like i don't like it, it's not a film because i feel like films and yeah. music it's almost intertwined like you kind of need music in a film like 
Yeah, you, I'd agree. You, I'd agree. But like with theater, you can kind of get by with not having music. Maybe yeah. because like it's kind of moved by like the words. Film isn't really about. It is about the words, but not at the same time. Yeah. Like I feel you. Theater isn't really film is like visual, where theater is like the words. So like. It, I guess it won't matter that much. It's more like vibe than it is trying to like. Yeah, and I don't want to like distract from the point that I was like making originally, where it's like, do you know how many like young like black men and women have like just been robbed of like their music royalties because somebody came back like twenty years later and said, "Hey, use the sample that I didn't make money on." It's yeah. like, well, you weren't, you weren't touring, like you weren't like, like, like I did, like they did something totally different with the song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, uh, what, what is? Oh, a tribe called Quest. They don't make any money off of cash. Yeah, a tribe called <laughs> Quest. Even, um, what is it? De La Soul. Like, none of their music is on streaming, and it's not because they don't want it to be. It's because, like, they can't clear all of it. <laughs> like, they just can't clear all of it. It's garbage it's like you had your 15 minutes you know what i mean let somebody else like i don't know i feel like music should be like and there could be a case for hey you know they're using music they should they should you're they're using the actual song like maybe the person who made the song should benefit a little like of course but like i don't feel like it they can't use it you know what i mean like if i don't know I don't feel like there should be free because corporations also like take advantage of it. Like Disney has been a, Disney has been a big like proponent of like keeping like a copyright, like 70 years after the person's death so that they can like, I don't know. It's trash. I hate hate when it's like, Oh, someone puts it in a YouTube video. Yeah. And they get copyright claims. (laughs) It's like why? It's like this. I'm like this little like 22 year old is probably only gonna make like twelve thousand dollars off this this little YouTube video. You make millions and billions of dollars. Yeah. A little twelve thousand dollars that they're gonna make from this little YouTube video. You can't just let them have this 15 seconds of a song. Yeah, it's like <laughs> UMG is like taking all of the um. What is it? The like the ad revenue off of a video because of like a 15 second clip. It's like, get out of it. Like you didn't, you didn't do anything. You didn't even make the song. Like, it's not even like Bob Dylan being like, Hey, you took blowing in the wind. Like it's, it's somebody who probably wasn't even alive when the song was made, like copy copyright claiming a video that they have no interest in and they're making money off of it. It's like, what? I don't know. I hate. I hate it. I hate it all. I hate intellectual property. It's. I. I. I mean. I feel like you make a good case for it, though. Like, like oh. your art. Like I. I see what you're saying. Like, it's like because <sighs> this is on YouTube where I just like with the whole copyright claim thing. It just has always really annoyed me. I was just like, but people would be like, oh, I guess we could maybe we can reform how YouTube. Like, no, like I want a full, like, like a full, like revolution. (laughs) Like, no, like no more. (laughs) I don't want reform. I want the whole, I don't want a slice of the, 
bigger slice of the cake. I want the whole cake. I think maybe I could like have a band or something like that. There's a particular <laughs> there's a particular song that um because uh, only like one of the because one of the characters is like so Chaley's character is like so mad. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still I'm still mad about intellectual property. I can't even. <laughs> You're genuinely mad about this. I'm so mad about it. Oh my gosh! It's no. theft. I hate it. But... I so Ch so Chaley's character is like an aspiring musician, so she's like yeah. she's like one of the only characters I think that like sings like at I don't know yeah she's one of the only characters that sings in the show, and there's this particular song that just like really like I feel like fits her character. So I'm like we need that song, yeah, um, but. But like the the artist that is that the song is by is not really all that popular yet, so mm -hmm. I was like wondering if I could just like DM her and like ask her if I could just like pay her. To right. Yeah. Before thing. it gets big. <laughs> like, can I just like slide you two hundred dollars under this? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Like, why don't you just? Why don't you just like? buy an electric guitar for like 60 bucks and like learn to play it and write your own song that's i, I bet you you know what i bet you you could you could get a you could get a guitar maybe spend six months learning chords and you could legitimately write that yourself Maybe, maybe. I think you could. Or you know I what? Just, I don't know why I'm saying why I'm so specific on guitar. Maybe because I learned guitar and not piano. But you could a, learn piano and. There's a um, I I just like the lyric when she says like I'm not your protagonist. I'm not even my own. Cause like, yeah. Because like, with the there's a complex with the character where she kind of feels like she's the, she's the boring friend. Um. That's kind of hard. But, yeah, I'm not even feels, my own protagonist. Yeah, like she kind of feels like she's the boring friend, and like because she's like she's because all the other characters they've had like all of these experiences except her. Like she's she's like still a virgin, and like she hasn't even like had her first kiss yet, and she's like she's like what third in she's like third in their high school class mm -hmm. like ranking. Like I thought you were about to say she's what like thirty. <laughs> no, no, but she just feels like she just feels like she's like in the background. Like that's just like how. She yeah, is. I know. The, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. It's just been really hard to write a character like that because I've been so focused on the other characters that are yeah. like a lot that that kind of. They're li they're a little bit more dramatic than she is, where it's like they take up the spotlight. So it's like hard to, it's hard to write her because she doesn't do that. But I, but it's like it's an important character because I feel like, I feel like the audience, like a lot of girls in the audience, will gravitate towards that character. You know, sure. Like most people don't feel like the lead character. I mean, I do. But mm -hmm. <laughs> most people do not. Most people feel yeah. like I don't know. Do you feel like, like you're the lead character? I feel like that now. <laughs> you haven't always felt that. I don't know. I've maybe I'm maybe I'm just like super um I don't know. 
delusional, but I've I've always pretty much felt like a lead character. More recently, maybe not. Maybe I feel like I'm not. I think but... middle school, no, and I think that's because of the kind of friendships I had, where it's like, oh, you're like a gay boy. You can be my you're little... the gay one. <laughs> yeah, you can be my little extension. Well, you can be my little, my little XS extension. Yeah, it's like it's like a little purse. Like they just carry you around, and it's like, oh, oh this is my gay best friend. Like, it's uh... like you're. You're friends with them, but, like, they're not friends with you, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how middle school Mm. was for me. I feel like, yeah, I feel like not even just being, um, like, an out gay person. I think just, like, everybody kind of goes through the, uh, at least, like, a month-long period where they're, like, like, they, like, lose their identity for a while, and they're, like, lost, and so they're just kind of, like, going with the flow I don't know. Or you just, like, feel like in your friend group, like, or you just have those friends that just, like, you feel, like, not prioritized and you just feel like... Yeah. You feel like you're, like, hitting them up more than they hit you up. And And it's, like, I feel like that usually happens because you just, you haven't found, like, the people that... Yeah, the right people to... Yeah, where the, the, the energy is, like, reciprocated. Like, I don't feel like I genuinely found that until... Like my almost senior year of high school. (laughs) I've always hit you up. I always call you. Like I always call you or message. But I mean, like I mean, of course I had you, but I mean, like IRL. Like Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. At school, having that impending feeling that like I'm like, I have not found my like. (laughs) It's like you're just sitting there all day and you just don't have those people. So it's like. Right. It just, like, sucks. I don't know. But I, I feel like I have that now because it's, like, my friendships aren't, like, I'm friends with them, but they're not friends with me, you know? Like, it's, it feels, it feels on the same level. It doesn't feel like, oh, you're just, like, my gay best friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. But you feel like you've... Like, how do you feel like you have your, like, identity now? Like, do you think, um, like, obviously, you're, what, 20, so you're not, this isn't the final iteration iteration of you, um, but do you feel like you've kind of know how to navigate your self? Uh, yeah, at least better, because I think, like, because I think, like, growing up, like, I had, this is such a, this is so sad to say, but I like growing up, I had so much hate for myself. Mm -hmm. I really did not like myself at all. Like I thought very little of myself and I didn't really notice like how much hate I had for myself until I got into quarantine. And I was like, what? Until quarantine? I always hated myself. You need to catch up. I'm like, I dead ass hate myself. Like, (laughs) <laughs> you know, always joke about it, but I was like, no, like I dead ass hate myself. That's weird. Yeah, that's uh, that's. I'm like, that is so weird. Like, why? And so it's like I've just with being in quarantine, I've just been. It's like I've been going because I've been going back to things that I was nostalgic about, and you know, it's like watching things that I'm interested in and just like 
I've been dressing for myself and just like doing for myself more and like, yeah, yeah. Forming it's like forming it's like figuring out my own tastes and identity. And with doing that, it's like I feel like I can navigate myself a little bit more because like yeah. I'm more confident in myself because it's like I'm sure of myself. Like I, I, I feel like honestly like I have value as a person. That's like, good. So, but that's definitely not something that I felt in like middle school and high school, but like middle school, I was like joking all the time. So I could like, yeah. I could like, like hide from your sort of fear, the fear of confronting the, the fact that you're, there's a lot of things about yourself. You haven't figured it out. Yeah. Cause <clears throat> especially cause like I was one of the, I was one of the first like, out kids at my school so Mm. like all of the all of the like either frustration or confusion that our class had with homosexuality it's just like they Mm -hmm. just all projected it onto me so it's like I bear the brunt of most of it like in middle school and then when I got to high school everyone's like reformed now so it's like all of the all of the new queer kids, which is great that they, you know, <laughs> that they came into, that they, that now that they're in it, that they don't have to deal with that anymore. But like, sure. I definitely felt that when I was like in middle school, like everyone just like project, projecting all, cause who, I mean, who else are you going to do it to? Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, that's true. Kids like have no people. like regard for humanity. Like, I feel like you have to, you have to like fall like directly on your face in order for you to get that like sense of oh like other people exist in the in my reality. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. feel like other people I mean obviously there's like some genuinely like normal people I guess who get that naturally, but I feel like um I feel like I feel like you're just a piece of trash up until you're like an adult. You know what I mean? Like you don't yeah, fully um, know what you're. I don't know. You know, you don't really fully grasp like yeah the consequence of your actions and how like what you do literally affects everybody else. Definitely. Um, Which I would. It's not like you know. It's not like my classmates were just like antagonizing me every day. Like they weren't like evil, but it's like when you're going to school and then you're I because it's like I came out in a time where it's like homosexuality was like a hot button topic like that's just what everyone wanted to talk about like everyone was just very interested in talking about gay people and whether or not they have a place in society and that's just right when I decided to come out so it's like I was just very topical for some people so it's like People would just ask me very invasive questions and just, like, pick me apart. And, like, that's – it's not intentionally, like, cruel. And I don't think that they're bad people for that. Like, right, right. But, it's like, it gets – like, sometimes it, like, it got to a point where it's, like, I would be – like, I was made to feel, like, weird or, like, just, like, I don't know, like, out of place and just, yeah. like, really questioning myself. And really not liking myself. And this is even more funny to think about, but like I would see like I would it, it, it it's like to the point where 
like, because my internalized homophobia, like, it really be kicking my ass because, like, I remember, like, I would see, like, uh, gay men that were, like, like, gay people that were, like, a little bit more feminine than I was, like, just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I would just, like, and I would just think to myself, like, ugh. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's, like, I know you're not talking. <laughs> like, I just think to myself, like, I know you're not, like, rolling your eyes right now. Like, I, I know you're not doing that. Like, right. you guys are literally, like, one of the same. But it's, like, it's just crazy. Because, like, cause in, even in that moment, like, even though I am gay myself, I'm still being horrible. Right. I'm still being horrible, just like the people that are being horrible to me. Yeah. And it's like, it's not okay just because I'm trying to make myself feel better. Like, that's not an excuse to, like, be mean to someone just because you're trying to make yourself feel better because you're not happy with yourself. Like, you yeah. Know? yeah. And so it's you... like, it it does make sense where it's like people are just like, be just like horrible. That's true. You know what it is? I know exactly what you're talking about. You have to like, in order to show like compassion for other people, you need to like first show it to yourself. It's like, you know, in airplanes where the oxygen mass drops down and like the, the little tutorial should like, it, like it's like tells you to put it on yourself first and then like move on to other people like your child next to you or whatever. I feel like it's the same way. Like in, in order for you to like have a genuine, genuine like love for people around you you need to figure out how to be at peace with who you are as a person yeah and i don't think i was ever at peace with myself until i got into quarantine yeah yeah i I had that i i didn't in quarantine i've learned a lot of things about myself but um i don't think um i learned the most during this time period um that's I think great. the year I did was like 2019 when I like <laughs> I like I like went deep into like finding myself and things like that and I was like my name is not Dean now own, and yeah your own quarantine yeah I had my I like cut people off like I like I stopped like making music entirely and I like I cut like I was like I'm not doing this like I just like messaged people who I was like mixing for free for like no reason for I was like I'm not doing this and they'd be like oh why and I was like I was, like leave me alone <laughs> like <laughs> like I like I just like I like cut everybody off and then I, like I just went like I went deep into like what I wanted to do with myself, not even like what I wanted to do with myself, but like how I was going to find like my will to keep going. Cause I didn't have it up to that point, you know? Yeah. It was like a transition period. Yeah. Cause I'd been like relying on other people needing me for things to validate myself. And so I had to like lose that. I had to like, cut that off I'd like cut that limb off myself and then like figure out how to depend on myself because I had been super dependent up to that point. <laughs>